Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed found under each episode. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with one of their transceivers. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 watts and a wire. Yes, sir. Well, 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 here we are again. Hello to you. I'm Christian Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Not a whole lot to talk about in terms of what I was doing. I mean, I can certainly do that and believe that we are more than just amateur radio operators. And I've said it often here. The family was in town for about five days. My mom came into town, was hanging out with the kids. It's sort of like this. Long trip from the East Coast out here to the show me. And I'd open the door and just where the kids, you know, like push you aside, throw the coat over your head, whatever, that kind of thing. You know how it is. Even more so with your in-laws. <clears throat> no, you got it. You got a different scenario. Well, good for you. Good for you. I'm just teasing, but mom came out, my stepdad came out, and we had a blast. But, you know, mostly I did not operate. Did not operate. We had the first frost of the year over the weekend on Saturday night. So the garden is done. The work in the garden is not and I can tell in my headphones that I am sounding a little hemmed up again. I'm going to blame my mother for that, too. You know, you just you just got to blame your mother for a lot of things. Again, I don't think that she listens. She may surprise me, and it's all just jokes. She's been following my career in broadcasting the whole time. so, And I used to have this thing. If it didn't shock my mother or offend my mom or upset my mom, then I was going to do it, which gave me a whole lot of uh, playing field. Be that as it may, Saturday brings the first frost here to Missouri, and then, you know, a little bit of cleanup in the garden, things I had to do. And, of course, we do different things, right? So if you're gardening, I can let you know that right now we're done. However, we all attempt to extend our growing seasons. And I built this cattle fence greenhouse, if you will, essentially with a wood base and cattle fence goes across the top to create this hoop. You cover it with plastic. I need to build a door and a back window. So it's not quite complete, but that was really how I spent the majority of my weekend Working on that. I'm not a carpenter, so I used recycled wood. I was using mix-match screws. It was a bit of a mess in that way, but out there with my stepfather hanging out, just doing the things, you know, it was cold. But you could see what 
you were doing was going to benefit you in the end. So I had a lot of fun with that. I did listen to the radio and, and of course, walk through my other garden. The antenna garden. Where magic happens. And I sit there. And I look up at the trees and I put my, my thumb and my, what finger is this, the middle finger together. And I sit there and meditate underneath of it. Great time now to hang your antennas. Do some antenna work because the leaves are falling everywhere but where I am. I mean, two weeks ago we were looking at 90 degrees on a Saturday. So, you know, mid-October. Mid Here we are. This is Halloween. Happy Halloween, by the way. If you manage to catch this show in real time, you know, of its release... Happy Halloween to you. It's a fun time to get out there with the kids, grandchildren. But anyway, this is a great time of year. In many places where the leaves are falling, you can now see the limbs that you want to get over and see what you want to do business with. My advice to you is to keep track of those dead limbs. My first year, I hung antennas in the winter time, and boy, oh boy, come spring and the leaves popped out. I said, uh-oh, I am hanging directly under a huge dead limb, or I am on a dead limb. So that's just a little learning curve for me. Trick-or-treating, yes, I will, thank you. I enjoy the chocolate, but I don't eat a lot of sweets. Uh, my kids, however, mm, you know how that goes. So we're going to go out and do our thing uh, this evening. Never really was my favorite holiday. A lot of people get into Halloween and the dressing up and the scaring the bejesus out of small children who are just coming up there to get some candy. So scarred for a long time just because, just, just because some goofy man back in Baltimore would like to sit on his porch like a scarecrow and suddenly jump out at you when you were a small child. I swear to God, if somebody jumps up and scares my child, I will seek the revenge, the revenge I've held down deep for 40 years. Please, please scare my child. Getting off the rails a little bit here with you, but... Uh, just want to let you know what I've been up to for the last week. Thinking about antenna work, think, always thinking. I talked to my friend Rich at MFJ. We just just talking about you know different antennas and what they're doing down there and what they're building, and what they're seeing, and all of a sudden he tempts me with his. I got this uh, trapped eighty meter, eighty and forty. It's really popular. People are really digging it. I'm like, mm hmm. Okay, great. That sounds awesome. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't I need that too? I, 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 I'm a mono band dipole kind of guy. If I can get a mono band antenna up, even portable, I'm for it. But as you know, if you've been listening over time, you realize that I get it. You put up whatever you need to put up. If you need to run a wire in your attic, you do that. You do it safely and don't burn your crib down, but do it. Do what you need to do. You need an off-center fed dipole? Absolutely. You do it. End fed, just whatever it is. When I can, I choose to put up monobands if I can. 
I've been known to go out there and put up an off-center fed or just a wire or random wire. You know, whatever it is, man. I don't care. I'm not preachy like that that you need to do it. So I'm talking to Rich, and MFJ's got this thing, and I'm like, hey, man, I don't know. It sounds kind of good. You sure? It's popular. Oh, yes. It's a trap. This isn't even a commercial, man. This is something I'm thinking about, and it's how people get in my head the wrong way. Yep, trap for 80 and 40. You want to look at it? They're like, hey, man, you want to try a little bit? You you want to try before you buy? Yeah. No, I don't need it. No. You you might want to try it. Then I start thinking, what if? well, if I took this 80-meter monoband dipole down, I could put a trap up there. And, and you know my first antenna was a trapped antenna. It's given to me by N0JZ Lanny who helped get me on the air early. Maybe I do need this trap. 80 meter, 40 meter. Okay, you know, it's not even peer pressure, but it's, you know, I can, I will equate this to, everybody's doing it, man. You got to try to try it out. And I'm thinking, like, you got a pretty damn good thing going on out there, dude. What? Why do you want to just put up another antenna? And everybody comes back to me and says, because you're a ham, dude. You're a ham, dude. We try things. That's what we do. So I'm flirting with the idea now that the leaves are beginning to fall here. They're not quite down. They didn't really even turn that much, but the rain and the wind is coming now. And I think they're kind of like, well, I guess I just... And they start to shake them down a little bit, but it's not even leaf pile jumping time here. Where I am. Next weekend will be better. We're really getting the weather now. Cold now. Cold, cold, cold. Anyway, as we head into the month of November, I mentioned uh, antennas using what you need to use whenever you, you know, whatever the circumstance is, whatever you got, whatever antenna you have is better than no antenna. And it reminds me, I want to talk to you a little bit about the relief effort in Puerto Rico and some of the things I've seen, and we'll do that next. Whether you say 7.3 or 73, even 73s. We're still 100 watts and a wire. Ideal for the ham on the go, the IC7300 is a high-performance HF transceiver with a compact design. Don't miss a weak signal with a combination of the waterfall function and real-time spectrum scope. The IC7851 will give you the competitive edge you've been looking for. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this HF transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, and dual receivers. Can't wait for the IC7610? The IC7600 is still available and at a great price. Following in the footsteps of ICOM's flagship radio, the IC7600 has an intuitive operation and the latest DSP technologies. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. Kilo Zero, Stairway to Heaven, returning. Yes, indeed. And you know what, friends? I've said it before. I don't have a lot of time to participate in watching the, uh, the cornucopia of ham radio media that's out there right now. It seems like in the last two years, since I got into it, they're just cropping up, and they're unboxing things. They're showing you how to do whatever they do, and it's great. 
I do believe there's room enough for everybody in the hobby, in any hobby. Whether it's good or not, that has to do with other people. All I can control is the fact that I'm busy and I can't sit and dedicate or make appointments to watch any of them. However, in the past week, we talked about the emergency communications, the disaster relief effort, what the league positioned as the force of 50, which indeed was no force of 50. It was 22 people who gave of their time and energy and skills to go to Puerto Rico to volunteer with the Red Cross. Now, I've got some mixed signals happening here, and I'm very curious about the whole situation. I do have an interest, a deep interest, in emergency communications, how that relates to disaster communications, and clearly, Puerto Rico is a war zone. You essentially have a developed country becoming a third world country scenario in terms of what they have. So the Red Cross asked the ARRL for the first time in a long time, over 70 years of relationship, to please send help. And what gets a little uh, twisted for me, because I'm a newer ham, right? I'm still trying to figure some of this out. The ARRL apparently puts out a selection process. There's a form you fill out, blah, blah, blah. People do it. And I don't know, did you just pick the first people that submitted and went with it? You know what I mean? Was it first come, first serve, or did someone really put an effort into selecting these people? And if they say, look, we did. We put a very strict process in place. We carefully selected these people then for my audience, I want you to question why. Why did you pick these people? This is what I'm, I'm curious to know. If you're putting together a team, and this isn't to say this team was subpar. You know, I want to know, did you have a clear plan going in that, all right, look, I'm going to need a ham to do this type of communications work. I'm going to need volunteers to go and take food. I'm going to need people to fix generators. I'm going to need... Did you think about that? Did you look at these 22 people and go, these are the best qualified communicators I could get? Or was it, they're the first ones, let's get them on a plane and send them in there? Because there's a difference. When I'm building teams, I'm building to the needs of what I need. Do I need a contester? Probably not. You know, do I need some people that are just buddies and hanging out? No, probably not, man. Probably not. I want killers. I want killers, man. I'm going into this disaster. I want people that are physically fit, that can do the job, who have the mental toughness. They've got some military background, some EMS, some firefighting stuff. I want people who have seen this in their day-to-day and have a pretty good idea when they get there, and it's a cluster F that they can help create a plan, plan B, plan C, plan D, not just go and, you know, hang out for a few weeks. And not that that's what these people did. They did put their time and their energy and set them aside. It's not a crack at them. I want to get back to how these people were selected. Now, I mentioned at the beginning of this segment, I don't watch 
you know, I was on Ham Nation four or five times back in the day. I started 100, transitioned away from it, and that's basically it. I don't watch it. I don't watch any of them, okay? If I want to learn how to build something, and I'm at that point in my, quote, ham radio career where I need to understand something a little bit better, I'll seek it out. Right now, I am really interested in this disaster communication stuff. I've got no practical experience. I've got some paper. Doesn't matter. I should not be in Puerto Rico with my current emergency communications understanding. I'd be in the way. That said, I could be there doing something I really know how to do. And a large part of me really wishes I could have broken away for three weeks to take a camera crew in there and and give a documentary of what's happening. Still could be done. The point is, they still need help there. They still need not just humanitarian stuff, relief and money and all this. They need amateur radio operators. And this is coming from the inside, people on the ground. Anyway, I uh, tuned into Ham Nation just to see what was going to happen here. And I jumped in late, and thankfully, it was the right time. And I started to see the footage. I started to hear the conversation. I saw the whole bit. Unfortunately for me, it's only a narrative coming out of the show. You know, there were people there that were there. The narrative is we went there. We were, we were not a force of 50, but we were still a force of 50. Mm. No questions being ans- uh, answered there. No, no, you know. What I heard there on that program was, you know, it was uncomfortable. It was hot. We didn't have this or that. And, uh, you know, you know. So it sounded like more like, let me tell you why it was so rough. Because we didn't have. Well, when you went there knowing that these people that you're going to visit for three weeks don't have anything so that was one narrative there wasn't any hard-hitting questions and I challenge you now as things start to happen there are people of course thousands of people are listening to this show each week people are sending emails saying I I know this I'm in this state I work that you know this kind of emergency stuff and I'm working on things of my own so a lot of people are sending me information and we're communicating, and it's sort of unfolding. So, there's another show with a guy called Gary, calls it HRN, and his episode number 359 is important. It's very important because it gives you another side of this. And I was like, all right, here's a couple of guys we're going to hear from, and you do. It's really long. I think it's two hours plus, way too much, way, way too long, but it is important to hear these guys speak and share their experience. And he had a Mike November 5 Tango Golf Lima and Jeremy November Sierra Zero Sierra, and Jeremy became infamous for a post he put on Reddit. All right, so here, a little background on this. Jeremy comes back from Puerto Rico and blasts off. He enjoys spending time on Reddit. Ham radio community there is good. Again, 
I'm not familiar with it. But a listener says, look, man, you got to check this out. And before he ended up deleting everything, I read it. A long list. A long list. Unhappy dude, man. The way things went down. I was like, ooh, ouch. So a listener says, look, man, I've talked to Jeremy. I know how to get in touch with him. This was between the time the original post on Reddit and his appearance on HRN, episode 359. And I thought at the time, look, and I told him, he would probably share these emails with you. He's sharing emails. He had correspondence with everybody over there. I said, maybe let it rest a little bit because he seemed still very upset. And so I kind of pulled back from having him here. And this, you know, there's some things I want to fall in place before I just jump out there. But I thought Gary did a good job just listening, letting these guys tell you the story. And Gary's co-host, David, uh, he's Whiskey Zero Delta Hotel Golf, I wrote down. He seems to have some emergency uh, experience, and he was able to kind of weave in some of these parts, too. Again, very long interview, but it's important, and it contrasts what happens with the narrative coming out of Ham Nation. And so if you're very interested in this, I would, I'd go back and look at both of them and see what you think of it. And over time, as things unfold, I'll have some people here as well, and we'll talk about it. All in an effort, I think if you're, you're ha- if you have an amateur radio program, media, I, they actually call us media, which is a trip. I think some of the vendors call us ham radio media. If you have an amateur radio podcast or show, I'm challenging you to ask questions. If you've got one of these people, the 22 or a member from FEMA or a member of the Red Cross or the ARRL, ask questions I've got people that are like yeah man I'll come on and talk to you and then I think somebody gets to him and goes Guess what, man? I don't know if you should be getting over there maybe you don't want to do that right now he's going to ask you some serious shizzle and I don't know if we need that coming out right now so don't go over there really right now and talk to the sea child alright okay cool but I love his show he's dynamite he's excellent but we gotta really protect this narrative you know what I'm saying so it's like, yeah, man, I'd love to talk to you. I'd be honored to talk to you. And then crickets. So look, I'm not chasing anybody. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. That's cool. And I, I was able to watch this unfold. Ham Nation's narrative and the HRN episode are two very different things. If you're a podcaster, you've got a format, and you want to dig in, you, but dig in. Dig in and ask Questions. It's beyond, hey, man, I was a little inconvenienced. I had to sleep in a church. We're trying to get to the fact that this is a humanitarian mission. And we need to be better. We need to learn and grow from this. It's not some salacious, gossipy mess. That's why I got to say to Gary, I applaud what he did. He sat back and he listened. He didn't push and inter- interject his opinions into it. He kind of navigated them through this story. He took a long time with it. I think it's well done. If you've got a show, ask questions. We should be getting better. We should be growing from this. We shouldn't be coming back to promote like, oh, wow, i got a got a book coming out. We're going we're gonna to 
put a photo essay together. We took a lot of pictures here. It's not about your fame or whatever. On the other side of this, on the HRN side, these two guys, one was a little more reserved, this Mike. Mike was a little more reserved. November 5, Tango Golf Lima. He played a little more, he's just kind of giving you the, the details. And Jeremy is, you know, maybe a week or so removed from his post on Reddit where he just rails. He rails everybody. And let me tell you, friends, this guy has all the correspondence. He's got all the mail. He's got everything that happened over there. That said, he comes off to me a little disgruntled, man, a little burnt, a little burnt, a little pissed off. And I get it. I get it. So he could be easily dismissed by whoever or whomever, as somebody who was there and went off, got unhinged, and, you know, they sent him out. But you need to figure it out for yourself, and over time, I will speak with people, and we'll get the story out there. Amateur radio media outlets should be digging in here to see what the process is. If they're not going to talk to me, maybe they'll talk to you, but just get a question in. Get a question in. Don't high-five and talk hero crap, man. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about it. No. Nobody wants to hear how inconvenienced you were for going over there. Again, how were the how was the team assembled? Let's just put it on the table. They're all good people, handsome, beautiful husbands and wives, and gorgeous children. Let's just get that out of the way. They gave their time and their effort, their money, whatever it was, to go and help. What was the plan? What were the problems with the plan that didn't work that we can improve on? Would you have selected a different team because I know there's some good people I know personally good people who have military EMS training I mean wartime stuff guys wartime communications setting things up how to make it work they were overlooked why though why so dig into that and I'm going to dig in as well and I'm following a little bit what's happening a challenge to the media of ham radio do something, right? I know many of you are not broadcasters. Maybe you're not documentarians. You don't, you know, you're doing this for the love of whatever you're doing it for, or you're getting free gear from it, or whatever your angle is. Take a minute to see if we can learn from this and find out, you know, somewhere in between the narrative coming out of one show and the narrative that was leaning quite heavy in the, the dude looks pissed off. I'm sorry. The guy, Jeremy, just looks dis. Not disgruntled, but, you know, agitated that this went this way. And he's got some credibility in what he's done, for sure. They can't just cast him aside. He was absolutely there, and he's a firefighter in his day life. And there you have it. That's my take on those two programs. I'm glad they both discussed it. As it unfolds, you can kind of put together for yourself. Don't just take your source from one thing now. If you're interested in Puerto Rico at all, emergency communications, disaster communications at all, you should probably take in, just as I go and, oh, I'd love to learn how to build an 80-meter an double bazooka, I'll click on this channel who is a ham radio media person. That's kind of how I do it. If you're interested in ham radio emergency stuff, seek it out, listen, see what happens, and by by all means, dig in and see where we can grow from it. I don't care to read a book that's coming out of the league. Sorry. If that was the intention, I'm not interested. I want to hear from the people. 
And I'm a member of the ARRL. Let me say again, I said it last week. There's a narrative that's coming out where you just high five, we did the gig, we came in, rolled out, rocked your face off, and left. That's not a two-way conversation. I would love to know, are they interviewing all these people? Are the Red Cross interviewing all these people? What were the answers? Cross them up. I hear that they're going to do this. I hear that they're going to do this. They're going to talk to the people, debrief, and make an even better, stronger plan. That's what I hope. That's what I'm getting to. I don't like official narratives coming out. No, it's so hot. We had to do this, and the flight didn't come on time. Well, no. What were you thinking? You were just going to fly out of uh, Lambert Field, and everything was going to be fine? No, you're going to a disaster area with crap communications. What were you thinking? Oy vey. Nobody wants to hear about your inconvenience. So uh, as you go on to the show, stop talking about that. Oh, Lord, give me some oatmeal. It's Halloween. I'm dressed up like a crazy person. The invitation still stands. FEMA, the Red Cross, the ARRL, the 22 members of the team that went. Doors open. We'll see who comes through. But when you come here and talk to the sea child, let me tell you, I will ask you questions, and this will keep some people away. It's already doing it. Look into my background. I don't talk to lightweights. I do this for a living. I interview people for a living. We will find out what happened. We will start from A to B. It will be thorough, and your message may not be the, you know, we're going to get to something a little bit deeper if you come on 100 watts and a wire. This is about... Uh, my audience, and if they have interest in that, we're going to get to the bottom. We're going to get some answers. Not all of us just accept the one narrative coming out of anything. Anything. Oh, Lord. Lord have mercy. So much happening now, and uh, you know, it's good to feel passionate about something. It really is. It's not to say that I think anybody's here trying to pull wool over their eyes. Um, I just think if anybody comes back and doesn't have a narrative that says, I know we can grow from this, man. I know we can go go back and we can go better. I want to go back there right now and I want to talk to the Red Cross and try to figure out a better solution for this and uh, put some things in. That's what I want to hear. That's what I'm excited about. I would have been upset if I flew to Puerto Rico wanting to help in a radio capacity and just completely lost, couldn't do anything, couldn't learn anything because I don't know enough. That's why I wasn't there. That's why I need not apply. I need not apply. I need to get my game together on the local side. Help out, learn, see what's happening. So all this information and all this stuff, which doesn't happen all the time. These storms don't hit like this all the time. They seem to hit all the time, but maybe not like this. Thank goodness. Every local, every state, city, every radio club could be learning lessons from that. And that's what this is all about. Take care of yourself. Be safe out there. People used to do weird things when I was a kid. Treat the kids nice, say hi, and tell them how great their costumes look because, you know, you're sitting there in a sleeveless T-shirt throwing out apples or whatever you're giving away. Give them some candy. That's what the kids love, especially uh, the dentist. Dentists approve this holiday in a big, big way. Take care of yourself and your family, and by all means, friends, please try and stay above the noise.
To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.